Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is the Sikkim Podcast, presented by your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Waco, online at alansamuelsdcj.com. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Brooke Bednars and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. We're glad you're with us this week. It is uh, winter, uh, winter weather, winter storm watch, Brooke, uh, everything that you can imagine going on in Central Texas this week. This is absolutely insane. So much snow, so much ice, people trying to stay warm. But luckily, um, you know, this is kind of a weird thing, but a bright spot of the pandemic is that we know how to work Zoom. And we're able to record this podcast and get together with a couple of really good athletes and talk about two sports that hopefully, fingers crossed, will uh, be able to play and start their season sooner rather than later. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you wouldn't exactly picture this uh, if you know what we're going through weather-wise here in Central Texas as baseball or softball weather, but we're going to talk softball <laughs> and then baseball today. And hopefully, as uh, as we record this, hopefully their seasons will get underway this week. Hopefully, hopefully. Softball's got the Getterman Classic and baseball's hosting a series. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Let's hope that happens. All right. uh, Via the magic of Zoom, let's welcome in Lou Gilbert from Baylor Softball. And Lou, we appreciate you being with us. Uh, Hope you're uh, warm and uh, safe at home, but we appreciate your time today. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Super nice to be here. Great. Thank you very much. What uh, y'all were supposed to open last weekend, that tournament in Lafayette, Louisiana, that got postponed for obvious reasons, just the weather there and the weather here. Um, so it pushed the start of your season to this week. What's, what's that like, I guess, to, to gear up and, you know, know your start date and then have it change? Well, it's certainly frustrating knowing that we get to play after all of this time off and then it getting canceled, but then seeing other teams still be able to play. I think that was probably the most frustrating part just because we have all of this suspense and anxiety going up into the pregame jitters, and then it all kind of came crumbling down when the weather decided to act up. What has it been like for you? Obviously, you guys, you know, were on the road last spring. You were in Florida. Um, we're going to talk about the doubleheader you guys had just before that in a little bit and the significance of that for you. But, um, you know, you've experienced the we're about to play, this is about to happen and then have everything stop. Um, So what's it like, you know, kind of having your next this season start the same way as last season ended? It's certainly a mental toughness test. I think that as of right now, we're all passing, but It's definitely getting harder and harder to withstand not playing. You know, we've played this for the last 15, 10 10 years of our life, and 
you know, we just want to play it. We've got so much passion for the game as a team and we just want to get it back out there. We're tired of practicing and playing each other. We're ready to play some new competition. Lou, I know a little bit what it's like uh, play, when you play softball, you play pretty much year round, didn't you growing up uh, or, or at least, you know, the majority of the year. Now you've gone almost a year between games. That's a long time, isn't it? Yes, sir. It's definitely the weirdest last 300 days of my life, you know, not having some competition to play. It's certainly thrown my life upside down and I'm sure the rest of the teams too because we're just so used to going 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 and you know it was a very nice break but I know we're all itching to get back out there what's coach Moore's message to you guys as you you know you were supposed to have that tournament in Louisiana you were even supposed to play a game today Wednesday um, and that was canceled. Obviously we were experiencing, you know, pretty bad winter weather. Um, so what's his message been like to the team? Mainly he's been telling us like, don't let our weather setback put us behind the actual teams. Like we're still going to put in the work as a team and we're still going to push. And so that season, when it comes time to play all the tough teams and throughout the season, we're still going to be up there and just as good as everybody else. Lou, if we were to introduce you, uh, what would we say? Uh, here's Lou Gilbert, Baylor softball blank. What position? <laughs> <laughs> could be could be any of several positions, right? Yeah, you know, my bio online says outfield. So there we're going to because I'm an outfielder in the heart. So, but, you know, I like to play wherever, you know, I'd rather be on the field than on the bench is what I always tell people. That's that great. That's a, a great approach. Yeah, that's a great approach. Tell everybody your uh, path. You know, you have played several different positions. Yes, sir. So I came into Baylor as an outfielder. And for the first probably third of the season, I got to play center field. And then we had to move some players around because of injuries and other obstacles. So Coach Moore moved me into shortstop, which was one of the first times I've ever played infield in my life. So that was a crazy whirlwind. He had told me to come to the infield during practice and apparently he had to yell my name like four or five times for me to even think that he <laughs> wanted me to come to the infield. So yeah, then I played shortstop for the most of that season, which was crazy and awesome all at the same time, you know, opening up my uh, boundaries. And then I get a text from Coach Moore talking about, hey, we need to have a conversation after that freshman season and he was like you're gonna play third base okay you're gonna <laughs> buy into it so I was like all right so I went from the furthest position from the ball to the closest position to the ball so you know I'm loving every second of it um you know I'm doing whatever I can for my team whatever coach Moore tells me so it's just a crazy crazy position change but this year we can expect to see you back in the outfield Yes. So I do get to split my time this year between left field and third base, just depending on what we need that game. So I'm super, super psyched to be back out there. You know, it's my position at heart. So whenever I get to go out there, it's always exciting. Hey, before we move away from that, third base, you know, is the hot corner. We know that. But in softball, a lot of times you're pulled in tight, you know, in case the slapper is hitting or something. That third base, I mean, that takes a special type player, special person to play third base in softball. <laughs> yes, sir. I, 
I don't know why, but for some reason, Coach Moore tells me that I am the only third baseman he's ever had to tell to scoop back. So, <laughs> you know, I, I take pride in it as a former slapper. I like to think how the slappers are going to look at me and how they decide what they want to do. So I kind of like to play with them just as much as they like to play with us. So being that distance from the plate allows me to kind of mess with them too. So let's talk a little bit about your hitting. You had quite the jump from freshman to sophomore year, uh, developed um, clearly more power and it, you know, did a great job up at the plate and you even got your first career home run in that doubleheader down in Houston just before you guys went to Florida and the season ended. I mean, you don't want your season to end, but you got to feel pretty good after getting that home run. You kind of ended at least 2020 on a super high note for yourself. Yes, ma'am. You know, as a team that game, we all just kind of went off. I don't know if we all had some sort of feeling that something was about to go down or what, but as a team, I thought we were at our peak performance and we were just going up, up, up from that point on. You know, we had really started jiving as a team, both offensively and defensively. And, you know, it was just an awesome experience. I mean, everybody felt like went yard that game. So it was awesome just as a team to celebrate everybody. Yeah, we're playing so well and then headed to Florida to play Florida, a uh, big series when when the season came to the abrupt end. I'm guessing the way y'all were playing, you were playing again so well, you were looking forward to a chance to play Florida. Yes, sir. We were so excited to take on an amazing team that's in the SEC and the nation. And we were all so excited. You know, the flight down there is always rough. I mean, I'm not a very good flyer. I don't like to fly, but. <laughs> Um, you know, it was so exciting. It was good weather. It was just, we were ready. And we, we knew that we were going to have some competition down there, but we were ready. It would have been a great game. Um, you mentioned the SEC, good matchups. If you get to play this weekend uh, in the Getterman Classic, it'll be not only um, your home opener, but the season opener with the way things have panned out. Um, and you'll be hosting Northwestern State. Prairie View A&M and uh, number 24, Missouri. Um, So that's some pretty good competition right out of the gate. Yes. So it'll be super nice because, you know, I'm only two hours from Columbia back home. So, you know, Mizzou was a team to watch when I was growing up. And just to see how much they've grown as a program, it'll be just awesome to play them because they're such a great competition. And, you know, Prairie View A&M and Northwestern State, they always bring it. So, you know, it's our house. We got to defend the den. That's what we always say. Nice. Lou, tell us uh, about your recruitment to Baylor. What was that like? What other options did you have? And uh, tell us your journey, how you got to Baylor. So I was kind of a late bloomer in the sense of when softball players usually get recruited and commit. So we were down in Florida at a tournament called the Diamond Nine. And I had a teammate, Casey Shell, and she had texted Coach Moore and was like, hey, you got to come watch this girl. Like, she's the real deal. I want her to play with me in college and that kind of stuff. So Coach Moore and Coach Lum, they came out and watched me in Florida. And after that weekend ended, I I got a phone call from my coach saying, hey, you need to set up a phone call. They want to talk to you. So I'm on the phone with Coach Moore, and he's like, Lou, why aren't you committed yet? And I was like, you know, I just haven't found somewhere that feels like home 
where I feel like I can really jive with the community. And he was like, well, I'm hoping you can find that down here at Baylor. Do you know where Baylor is? And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) So it was kind of crazy because it was one week and I had never really even heard or thought of Baylor. And the next week and I'm on campus. Wow. Um, It was awesome. I came down and the weather was just like it is now, you know, super cold. I ended up calling school the next day when I was down here because of the weather. So I was like, wow, you know, I thought Texas was supposed to be warm. But (laughs) it was such an awesome visit. I loved the spiritual aspect of the community. I loved the coaches. I loved the players that I got to be around. They just made it an all around amazing experience for me. And when I left that campus, I knew. I knew that's where I wanted to be. I and I had two visits set up the next couple weekends there. I came home, canceled them all, called the other coaches that I w- that had been recruiting me and I said, "You know what? Like, thank you so much. I really appreciate the time and effort you've put into me, but I found my home and it's with Baylor." I love that. How has you you you're a junior now? Um, how have you seen you know, from what you experienced on that visit and why you felt like this was home, how have you seen it grow and develop into exactly what you thought? Or is it, is it different? Is it any better? Or, it, you know, tell us, like, how does it compare to what you came and visited? I think it's so much better than what I came down expecting. You know, you only get a short glimpse of Waco and Baylor and Baylor softball on the visit. And, you know, they usually try and show out a little bit for you. And so I just feel like my experience since then has been so much more rewarding than anything I could have expected. I am so far away from home that I feel like I have a new family down here that'll take care of me and everything because my parents can't always come down at the last minute's notice. And I think one of the true tests of having a family down here is one time coach Moore came out and changed my tire because it was flat and I had a spare tire and all I had to do was call him up and say hey can I drive on this and he said nope I'm coming to come change it (laughs) so just the family atmosphere here just the competitiveness of the softball program it it blows me away and thinking that I ever considered anywhere else just baffles me because I don't think I would have been anywhere near as happy as I am here. There's only one Motor Trend Truck of the Year. It's Ram from Alan Samuels. Now, kick off the new year with remarkable savings on new Rams during the Alan Samuels Start Something New Sales event. This special New Year's event is underway right now, and you can save thousands on new Rams. Ram, for your family, farm, or business at Waco's most trusted dealer, Alan Samuels. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Whether on the field or cheering from home, Du Bois Furniture is proud to support the Baylor Bears. If your bear cave needs updating, Du Bois Furniture is here to help. With over 59 years of our family serving yours, let our experienced sales team help you find exactly what you want. We specialize in custom upholstery, stunning dining rooms, elegant bedrooms, gorgeous leather, and top quality mattresses. Come see us in Waco and Temple or visit us online at DuBoisFurniture.com. Du Bois Furniture, where beautiful homes happen. 
Now, back to the Sikkim Podcast, presented by your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You're listening to the Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. We invite you to subscribe, download, and uh, check out the Sikkim Podcast, a new edition each week on Spotify, on Apple, on uh, the Baylor website, BaylorBears.com. Just check out a new edition of the Sikkim Podcast each week. Continuing with Lou Gilbert, Baylor junior outfielder from Baylor softball. And you're from, uh, is it correct to say Kansas City or wh- where would you say people say yes, where you're from? I am from Kansas City. It's okay. funny that you say that because it's actually one of my pet peeves when people say they're from Kansas City, but their address is not actually Kansas City. Sure, right. So I am actually from Kansas City. I live maybe 15, 20 minutes from the stadium, so... All right. The stadiums. Yes. The so, stadium. <laughs> yes. So the Chiefs in the Super Bowl again this year. I know you're a big Chiefs fan. Oh, yeah. We're the biggest. <laughs> and we have been, even when it was hard to be a Chiefs fan, quite a bit ago. That's great. So what about the Super Bowl? I mean, they won it last year. They got back this year. Didn't quite win it. What uh, uh, how, Did you enjoy that game or not so much? You know, Yes, we have to enjoy it because they had made it back to back, but it was definitely a hard game to watch. You know, I had hope because, you know, Patrick Mahomes and the boys, they can do it from any deficit. And we saw it the year before against Houston, went down 24. So, you know, we had hope the entire game, but it was definitely hard to watch. On <laughs> John, John, everyone, you know, this is a podcast. So we always talk about how you can't see the things that we can see, but we are on Zoom. So uh, even though we're just recording audio, we can still see Lou's face and, and see her room. And there's a, there's a, a pretty big red flag right there. <laughs> got Super Bowl champs from uh, two years ago. So that's super neat. She's showing it off for us today. Oh, yeah. That is nice. Very good. What about the Royals? You a Royals fan? Yes, very, very love the Royals. You know, it's real hard to love them right now, but I do. (laughs) Hey, that's great. That's good to know a little bit of your background and up there. And that's that's kind of the heart of, uh, you know, Big 12 territory up there, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. a lot of close teams there. You know, you're only two-ish hours from Mizzou. You're only about two or three from Iowa State, about four or five from Oklahoma State, four or five from Norman. You know, you said, I'm going to go past all of that to Baylor. Yeah. (laughs) All that's too close. All that's too close. Well, you have to be kind of maybe not used to this weather, but it's got to feel a little bit more, maybe more like home than than usual. Yes. So, you know, back home, it's like negative eight. And I was telling Krista earlier this morning I was like you know it doesn't usually get that cold but how we're feeling right now in Waco this is a pretty normal winter back home (laughs) well I'm glad it's normal for you for Texans it's not normal (laughs) this is not normal for us (laughs) no not in any respect hey Lou you mentioned uh when you were recruited to Baylor by uh coach Moore and coach Lum was there with you uh, or on the recruiting trip Lum came to see you play also from a player's perspective, uh, you know, we, we all love Lum and he's always going to be a part of the program. I know y'all are going to honor him uh, all season this season. Just, just tell everybody listening what it was like to have him as one of your coaches. You know, he was just one of the most amazing men to ever walk this earth. I think 
that he understood that softball is only a part of the game of life. You know, he understood that all of us as women, like we're going to have a life after softball and his job. Yes, it was to make sure that we can hit the ball, but it's also to make sure that we can go out and be a productive member of society. He always preached on community service and just be all around being like a great person. And, And I think he exemplified that more than anybody I've ever met in my life. He had jokes for days. He just came to practice with a smile and was just always a light in everybody's life whenever we saw him. He's missed for sure. Um, You mentioned it, you know, being a well-rounded young lady, um, the goal of Baylor softball, um, so much more than just you guys being developed as athletes. Um, How do you feel that that's kind of been shaped? Do you guys get to work with a lot of different people, not just your coaching staff? Um, And specifically right now with all this crazy weather, um, we've been seeing the posts, they've been going out, making sure that everyone is still taken care of. Um, Can you kind of just speak to that and uh, all the people that pour into you guys? Yeah, so we have a ton of amazing people here on staff and just people that take care of us. You know, we have wonderful workers at the bank, you know, making sure that all us athletes are always fed, which is always the most important. Um, we've got an amazing chaplain. She pours into us so much through the group me and just like coming out and supporting us at practice and in our squads with her family. Um, we've got an amazing director, Corey. She comes to practice and practice comes to a halt because everybody wants to talk to Corey. Everybody wants to say hi to Corey. So just seeing all these people support us, we want to go out and we want to play for them. We want to do our best for them. And that's what they're doing to us. They're making us better people. Lou, member, uh, new member of the staff this year is Hoot Johnigan. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you think about adding Hoot to the softball program? You know, Hoot definitely adds a different character to this staff. He, <laughs> he has got quite the personality, and he is just quite the person. He has got references that I have never heard before. And he'll say them and everybody will just stop and stare because nobody has any idea what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) He's super awesome. And he loves working with us. He's always down for extra work. He's always there just to text away. And, you know, his wife, Donna, I've only met her a couple of times, but who speaks so highly of her. And, you know, I think that she's helping him become who he is and we all love him. So. That's great. That's great. He's a great addition to the program. Well, Lou, hopefully, you know, you guys get to start your season sooner rather than later. And hopefully, you know, Texas warms up for you just a little bit so you guys can do that. Um, But I do want to talk to you real quick before we wrap up on just what your expectations are and what the team's expectations are for this year um, coming off of, you know, what has been a crazy ride um, since the season last year was called. Um, in the spring. So what are your expectations and kind of what are you looking forward to the most finally getting back out there to play? Yeah, to put it simply, we expect to be great this year. You know, we have the right mentality that has been poured into us by all of our amazing staff members. We expect to be great. We expect to attack. And every game that we play, we expect to take it one at a time. Um, For me personally, I know that LUM is going to be always there in the back of my mind and always pushing me to, you know, stay in the game, stay better, and to keep working off the field just because of the lasting legacy that he's going to leave. 
um, as a team, you know, we are going to come out and treat everybody the same. We've been watching, we watched a video about uh, people don't believe me when I'm going to say, when I say I'm going to go out and do something until I do it. And so we've got all these high expectations for ourselves. And, you know, if people don't want to believe us, that's fine with us because we're going to go out and do it anyways. I love that. That's a great approach, Lou. Good luck getting the season started. Hope you get to do that this weekend. If it's not this weekend, whenever it is, good luck uh, this year. And we appreciate you visiting with us this week. Yes, thank you for having me. Lou Gilbert, uh, junior for Baylor softball, an outfielder, not a shortstop, not a third. Yeah, she is all those, but she's an yeah. outfielder primarily. And that is Lou Gilbert from Baylor softball. Brooke, let's take a break. When we come back, let's uh, let's go over to Baylor Ballpark. Let's check in with Tyler Thomas, talk some Baylor baseball. We'll have that after this short timeout on the Sikkim podcast. It's a calling that's kept us free. It's a place to belong. What's the calling? It's doing a job that makes a difference. Serving your community and your country. It's part-time service where the impact is full-time. What's your calling? Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. If you need a trailer, Flat Rock Trailers has got you covered. From light-duty single-axle utility trailers to the big Tex tandem duels. We also carry a full line of enclosed cargo trailers. Need a motorcycle trailer? We've got them. Need a dump trailer? We've got the largest selection in the state. Oil field trailers? We carry a full line of big Tex trailers to handle all your needs. Trailer repairs? We repair all makes and models. We'll even rent you a trailer if you need to use one for a day. Flat Rock Trailers, your number one source for all your trailer needs. Find us at flatrocktrailers.com. Say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great, from general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets. We go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. You're listening to the Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. Here again are Brooke Bednars and John Morris. Welcome back to the Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. I'm Brooke Bednars, joined alongside John Morris, the voice of the Bears. And John, we just finished up talking about softball. So like you said, Let's jump on over to Baylor ballpark and talk a little Baylor baseball with none other than junior left-handed pitcher, Tyler Thomas, Tyler, thank you for joining us today. And uh, we hope you're staying warm in all this crazy weather. Yes. Thank you for having me. And right back at you. This is crazy. That's the only way to put it. <laughs> it's wild. isn't it that we're talking baseball and softball on this week's podcast. And this is like historic cold and historic snow here in Waco. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's definitely not baseball and softball friendly. Uh, your hands get very cold <laughs> and throwing the ball is really important. To, so you got to feel your hands when you're going to do that. Yeah, exactly. Well, we hope you open this weekend uh, with a three game series and then actually another game. It'll be four days in a row uh, yeah. game against UT Rio Grande Valley pushed up to Monday. But uh, what, what's it like for you? Uh, you know, you're on the, you know, the cusp of a new season. It's got to be exciting. Uh, exciting is an understatement. Uh, we haven't had competition in what feels like a year almost. Uh, 
I think we're just shy of a year uh, when the season got cut out. But I don't know. It's hard to even put it into words. It's it's nerve wracking, but we're so anxious to just get out there and play somebody else, uh, do something else, if that makes sense. Yeah. But. Yeah. You guys have had, I believe, a couple of like inner squad scrimmages. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Started inner squads uh, here about three or four weeks ago, uh, kind of right when we got back to school. And even that, even playing each other is super exciting because there's a competition level to it. You're really going at each other, uh, your teammates at the end of the day. But while you're there, it's, hey, I'm here to strike you out, make you pop out, whatever. You're not scoring off me. Uh, but it's, it'll be more fun when it's someone else and not your teammate. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you guys, this is the year to do it, I guess, with such a large roster because um, you're yeah. technically sitting with two freshman classes now because everyone retains their year from last spring. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I think that's a huge advantage. Uh, we have great players in both classes, and they're going to be big assets to the team this year. Tyler, that uh, Green and Gold World Series you had, uh, that was very competitive, wasn't it? I mean, the coaches really make it, so, it's, so it is competitive, and you guys get the most out of it. Oh, it's competitive is an understatement. Uh, it's crazy, too, because they make us be the coaches. So uh, me and Andy Thomas, the catcher, uh, we were both the coaches for our team, and it is extremely difficult to pick and choose who's going to play where, who's going to play when, and all that. So they give us a little insight to their world and it's exciting. <laughs> what do you think you take away from that? Getting to kind of step into their shoes a little bit. Ooh, uh, I guess, like I said, it gives you a, a big understanding of what they have to go through. Uh, and coach Rod always tells us, he says, make it hard for me not to play you. And that really puts it in per into perspective when you have a roster in front of you and you see, Hey, I can't play or I can't not play this person. This person needs to be somewhere too. So on and so on. Uh, it really shows you how hard you need to work and do the things you need to do in order to play. As you, as you look at the roster of this year's team, you got so many guys, I guess that, that really makes for good competition, doesn't it? At a lot of positions. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, I'll, I mean, I'll even say, we don't even know our weekend, weekend rotation yet. And I don't think it's a bad thing. Uh, I think we have five to seven great candidates to throw. And it's going to be a competition of who's throwing Friday night all the way up until Friday night. You talked a little bit um, before we got started here today. Um, obviously, just like John, we were on Zoom with Lou. We're on Zoom with you. Um, you know, everyone staying home. Luckily, we all have power, so we're able to do this, uh, but staying warm. And you were talking a little bit about the past couple of days and, and practice schedules and, you know, how things have kind of sorted out for you. Um, campus is closed, obviously. Um, but kind of walk us through what it's been like. And, you know, you even mentioned throwing a baseball out in the snow. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, we played catch yesterday, and I promise it didn't last long. <laughs> it was cold. But um, no, the last couple of days, we've kind of been locked inside. Uh, luckily, we prepared, so went to HEB and got all the food essentials we needed. So we're not going hungry, but uh, we're just trying to stay around moving in the house. Uh, we go swing golf clubs in the kitchen or toss a football to each other, whatever it may be. But 
trying to not lose our minds. What's been the go-to meal so far? What have you made? Let's see. We've made brats. We made hot dogs. We've made pizza. Uh, I think hamburger helper was in the mix one day. <laughs> All good things. Oh, yeah. That's good. Hey, some friends of ours uh, sent us a picture. They were cooking hot dogs in their fireplace in their house <laughs> oh, <laughs> because man. they didn't have much of an eye. They didn't have power. So they were cooking hot dogs at, in the fireplace. That so is crazy. That's crazy. I know. That's a good option. As a pitcher, uh, how do you feel like, I mean, what's your preparedness uh, comfort level, you know, for your arm ready for a new season? Uh, I feel great personally, uh, after talking with other guys on the staff, I think they're all kind of in the same position. Um, I will say, I think the break last year of the season ending and not playing again until some summer ball was organized and allowed to play, uh, was probably pretty good for us. Uh, bodies and arms got to rest and get the recovery. We've kind of never had, <laughs> but, uh, coming right back into it was awesome feel good i think everybody's ready like i said we're ready to compete too you ended um we we joked with lou right before uh you know the season ended for the softball girls um she had just hit her first career home run and on your side you were on a hot streak you had seven relief appearances and you didn't allow a run in any of the innings that you uh were working on um you had to feel good at least that where you were in your game when last year's season kind of came to a halt. Yeah, I definitely felt great. Uh, at the end of my sophomore year, I actually had TOS surgery. So for those of you that don't know what that stands for, it's thoracic outlet. And they went in and took out my first rib. So I <clears throat> uh, spent all fall of last year recovering and kind of into the spring. Uh, unfortunately, wasn't ready to start at the beginning of the season, but was ready to come in relief go one two innings and I just after my surgery everything felt great uh rehab went perfectly and was ready to dominate hopefully get to do it again this year can you walk us through kind of what led to that surgery uh there was kind of a few things I unfortunately am unnaturally tight I just I got tight muscles tight body uh so my pec muscles were kind of pinching some of the nerves that run through your arm. And we figured it was best if we just relieve some space. And if you take out the first rip, it doesn't, no harm, no foul. <laughs> so uh, just freed up some space in there and alleviated a lot of arm pain. <laughs> well, that's good. It's easy for you. Yeah, it's easy for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To go through yeah. That. You know, and, and if you look at it, uh, you know, look for a silver lining you know, that the shortened season last year really gave you an extra time, some extra time, didn't it, to get back to 100%. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I even had that talk with my parents afterwards. They were like, well, it's upsetting. And I agree. It was super sad the season was over, but it definitely helped that I had even more time to recover and get back to where I want to be. There's only one Motor Trend Truck of the Year. It's Ram from Alan Samuels. Now, kick off the new year with remarkable savings on new Rams during the Alan Samuels Start Something New sales event. This special New Year's event is underway right now, and you can save thousands on new Rams. Ram, for your family, farm, or business at Waco's most trusted dealer, Alan Samuels. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. 
hate my job, but I don't mind getting up in the morning. I dread each day, but I can't wait to get out of bed. You ask me why, and what I'll say to you is true. Well, you can get breakfast tacos at Rudy's Barbecue. Scrambled eggs and brisket, they ain't fooling around. Salsa wraps on there, the best in town. Barbecue for breakfast, yes, it's true. Put a smile on your morning at Rudy's Barbecue. Next in line. This is the Sikkim Podcast. Presented by your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Waco. Online at alansamuelsdcj.com. What are your expectations for yourself um, on the mound this year? Uh, I think like every year, I want to be an All-American. I want to be the best in the country and help lead my team to Omaha. I like it. Those are good expectations. <laughs> High expectations. That's great. We love it. Big 12, uh, Big 12 is going to be tough this year again, isn't it? I, I think so, but uh, I'm not, I'm not worried at all. We have a great team, a uh, bunch of guys returning that are super solid. And like I said, our two freshman classes are extremely good, extremely talented. You mentioned Andy Thomas uh, earlier. You guys were the coaches um, for the golden green or green and gold scrimmages. Um, what's your relationship like with him? That's a, that's a huge dynamic pitcher catcher. Um, kind of walk us through that. Uh, I'd say we have a great relationship. Uh, anytime I'm on the mound and he's behind the plate, we call it the Thomas and Thomas show. <laughs> I like uh, that. I like that. Yeah. But he's, we're locker buddies right next to each other. Uh, always have a good time he's one of the funniest guys I know and just great character all around you work with uh, coach Strauss John Strauss the pitching coach at Baylor what give give uh, people listening kind of a sense of uh, what he has helped you with and how he uh, has helped your game oh man what has he not helped me with <laughs> uh got here uh I'd say I had a solid foundation, but he's just super good at fine tuning the little things. Uh, he's great at helping you understand the game, really. I think his mental ability of things goes a long way, and that really helps a pitcher more than mechanics at all, really. You have to know what you're doing in order to do it. Uh, on top of that, he's phenomenal at scouting. Uh, he knows how to get the hitter out. And if you trust him and you follow his judgment, I think you'll be fine. Now, here's the question about Coach Strauss. Has he, has he cut his hair lately? <laughs> cut his hair. He actually cut it on his birthday last, oh, he did. last semester. Oh. He did. Yeah. Yes. He no, when we returned, time. yes, it was long. I thought he was a yeah. surfer. <laughs> <laughs> we had him on the podcast and he was okay. saying, yep, he, he had the long, luscious flow going on and we were talking about you know his drives in california when they were out there still and he was like yeah this hair fit more for california but we're rocking it here in texas oh yeah (laughs) that's great that's good we knew it'd come eventually cutting that well we thought it would come eventually i don't know yeah i don't know i I thought he was gonna keep it and i was a little shocked when it when it got cut (laughs) yeah yeah exactly well he he's a guy that can do it he can pull that off Oh, so yeah. You look good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're from Keller, uh, just a couple of hours north. Um, what was your recruitment process like? And, you know, what's it mean for you to 
be just down here in Waco, a couple of hours down I-35 to where, um, you know, your family is nearby and you, they get to see, uh, I'm assuming, a good chunk of your games. Yeah, uh, I love it. I always, me and my parents joke, I'm close enough that if I need to go home for something, I can do it, but I'm also far enough that I'm not going to see my parents at the grocery store. <laughs> uh, but no, I love being down here. Uh, the location is perfect. The campus, the people, everything. I have no complaints at all. Uh, and then my recruitment process was pretty special. Uh, I'm sure y'all know Shay Langleers, uh, first round draft pick a couple years ago now. Uh, he actually, I went to high school with him and the coaches had seen me out in summer ball and uh, then I started getting in contact with Shay and Shay was a big seller. He was like, hey, I, I want you to come. I want to play with you again, blah, blah. And when it's the best catcher in the country, it's hard to say no. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty good recruiter there. Uh, oh, yeah. do, you know, do you know the name Max Muncy also? I do. I do know Max. Uh, <laughs> I did not realize really who he was until I came to Baylor and I was like, oh, another Keller guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good pipeline. That's that's really good. That Keller, yes. your Keller program is really good. I mean, has been, it is, and it is year in and year out. Yeah, I know. It's always strong. The competition level is through the roof. Uh, it's, I mean, I didn't even play uh, varsity baseball until my senior year just because wow. there wasn't even a spot for me. There were so many people and it's hard to compete. Talking about, uh, you know, competition and, um, you know, stepping up to the plate and all of that. Uh, what is the game plan against Jacksonville state? And then you have UT Rio Grande Valley the next day. Uh, so it's kind of like a four game, you know, back to back to back. Um, yeah. and then the following weekend you're headed down to round rock classic for, you know, some stiff competition there. Oh yeah. Uh, the plan is win, throw strikes and win. That's, that's all I got. Uh, hitters are going to score runs. Uh, pitchers just need to do their jobs, and I think we'll be just fine. Simple and to the point. I like that. <laughs> well, Tyler, we appreciate your time. Thanks very much for being on with us. Hope you get the season started this weekend, and uh, can't wait to see you out there on the mound. Can't wait to see the Bears this yes, season. Thank good you. luck to you. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Thanks for being thank with you. us. No problem. Brooke, maybe that'll help uh, warm people up, just talking baseball and softball, right? Exactly. Fingers crossed that we all get to, you know, bundle up and go watch some softball and baseball this weekend. It'll be, uh, it's been a long time coming. Absolutely. But, uh, softball uh, hosting the Getterman Classic uh, as things stand right now. A lot of games at Getterman Stadium uh, this weekend. Baseball hosting Jacksonville State. As Brooke said, a three-game series, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then a game against UT Rio Grande Valley on Monday at 4. So uh, if the weather uh, – and, and it actually looks better, doesn't it? It looks like it the weather's going to be much better this weekend. It does. I think Texas wants baseball and softball to start. <laughs> it's <laughs> about time. Right. <laughs> so thanks to Lou Gilbert from Baylor Softball, Tyler Thomas from Baylor Baseball. For Brooke Bednarz, I'm John Morris, and that is this week's Sikkim Podcast. Stay warm, everybody. You've been listening to the Sikkim Podcast, presented by your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Waco, online at alansamuelsdcj.com. The Sikkim Podcast has been a production of Baylor Athletics.